Hello and welcome to another episode of 8 Google Minutes where our motto is save that cash. Hey, thanks for joining us. On this episode, we're going to be talking about how to save money on vacation and still have a great time. We've got some tips here on how you can just save a few bucks here, a few bucks there, and keep that cash in your pocket while just experiencing the world. All right, let's get started. You know when you need a vacation. It's one of those things where you're about fed up with the world and you want to go explore, have an adventure, do something entirely different, either with your friends, your family, or just by yourself. And vacations are one of those opportunities in a lifetime. Every vacation is that way. It's that super special moment where you go out and explore or actually do something that you've been dreaming of doing it forever. And of course, when you're putting together vacations, you obviously are looking through all of your travel and making sure you have the best deals and the best thing going on. But if you want to save even more money on your vacation, this is the podcast for you. I have five or six really great tips on saving more money and making sure that you have a really great time because there's this balance here. You want to have a great life, but you need to have a great vacation and your wallet doesn't need to be screaming. So how to balance that all out is sometimes really difficult. On the same token, when you have a once in a lifetime thing, you always have to grab it up. So you want to have that extra cash that you don't spend on other things in case that once in a lifetime thing does do really well. And that's one of the things you have to balance out and you'll know when you find it, of course. But if you're wondering, so how do I save money on vacation if I've already booked the hotel? I already have the car. I already have the airfare. Well, let's talk about one of the biggest expenses once you get there, which is the actual expense of food. One of the things that's so amazing to me is you get to a new place and then next thing you know, you're starving. Whether that's, you know, you barely had any food on the plane, whether you took a train somewhere, you get there and you're like, oh my goodness, I need to eat. So how do you work with this? Food can be very expensive, especially if you decide you're going to eat near a hotel, at the hotel, or maybe you're in more of a, a fluid area where they have a lot of fancy foods. One of the things you can do is bring some fruit with you. This is really good if you're especially traveling in the United States. You can bring fruit like an orange or an apple to actually you know, keep from getting those hunger pains. It'll also save you some money when you go to the airport. So that way you're not buying a $20 meal that's usually like three bucks at the store. So a piece of fruit is always good so is something like beef jerky or a small bag of snacks that you can stuff into your carry-on so that way you have it no matter what you're carrying on, no matter what kind of transportation. So start with that. But then food when you get there. Now, I have a lot of friends and they just love going to dinner, but sometimes when they go on vacation, they go to dinner, they go to lunch, and they go to breakfast. One of the things I have been doing, especially when I travel, is I try to find a hotel that offers a continental breakfast, which is you know pretty good even if it's just a real simple breakfast it helps me out because they do two things one they provide a breakfast but two they also have hand foods you know fruits vegetables rolls bagels that could be your lunch and that's how you can actually stretch it so the breakfast idea is probably one of the most interesting things because we're taught as kids that breakfast is the most important part of the day so then we can become adults and we go traveling and all of a sudden we skip breakfast for whatever reason and we're on doing our traveling. So consider breakfast and consider that's where you find your biggest meal. And then somehow, and this is even true if you go to a coffee shop, 
you know, take half of it and make that your lunch. That'll stretch your dollar out quite a bit. So that is one thing that you can do. Dinners are usually fairly expensive in other cities, especially if you're traveling and it's near a hotel. And sometimes that's hard to figure out unless you do things like uh, take out or perhaps you find a place that's not too expensive nearby, you know, different kind of uh, like taco shops or pizza places or that kind of thing. Just the American food that would be typical in any part of the world. So the other thing my friends do for food that I find fascinating is they shop on Amazon and they send it to the hotel for the week. So they, um, I have one particular friend who travels with her family. And one of the things that she always gets snapped for when it comes to food is snacks, that the kids always want snacks and she wants them to have healthy snacks. So she does order on Amazon and then she has it delivered to the hotel and waiting for them. So when they show up, she has snacks, she has grapes, she has carrots, she has crackers and cheese and all the stuff that the family needs so that they can have a nutritious meal. So that is really important to them. And the if that's not possible, she will get in the car, in the cab, in the Uber, and she will drive to a grocery store and pick up a week's worth of snacks so when they get there, they have the food. So that is a really great idea to either have it there, Instacart it there, go to Amazon and get it. So your food, except for those big meals that you may be eating once a day, is at your is at your hotel, at your location. It'll save you a lot of money. Another thing that I have a friend that does is when they do rentals, whatever kind of rental, they always make sure that they can fill up the tank when they come back. She says she thinks she saves anywhere from $20 to $70 doing it that way. So that's something that should be considered on what you do and it is a great opportunity so again that's another thing to think about one of my other friends when it comes to saving money on vacation she is not much of a planner so she decides when she's going to have a vacation that the one thing she does do is plan one big outing and this outing is the mainstay of the actual vacation. And then when they get there, they have an envelope and the envelope has a couple hundred bucks in it. And that's what they do for the other things that they want to see, be it a museum, going on a tour, what have you. This means that there's just a set sum, a set aside. And then at that point, once that's done, then they're done. That's, that's all of they're going to do for attractions and such and that's how much money they're willing to spend on the trip. And the rest of the trip, when she runs out of it early, she relaxes. And sometimes she says she even brings money home because she just doesn't find anything that's impulsive enough to try. So again, if you're, you know, if you bring cash and you have it in an envelope, just like you would cash budget, that envelope is all that you would use. And that's a really great way to do your, um, you know, your attractions, your museums, your ticket costs. That's perfect. Now, someone else that I know who loves to travel, they circumvent all of that. They don't go to anything that costs money. What do they do? They go on walking tours. They find that Chamber of Commerce and visitor centers have walking tours where you could just walk about and they have like guides that they give away for free or you can actually follow along um, if you're on a, um, online and you're at their website and you go from building to building, location to location. I have one friend who walked down the river in Chicago and she said she had a blast because she got to see all the different buildings and learn about the city. So these are the kind of things that you can do on vacation that are absolutely free. 
And there is, of course, no rhyme or reason to go fast or slow. You're just enjoying the day. You know, when it comes to vacations too, you know, you've got attractions, you obviously have uh, incidentals, you have food, and then sometimes, sometimes you have the, just the overall expense of cabs and, and that type of thing. I have another friend and her tip when it comes to traveling, if you're not going to have a car, you know, try not to travel and go Uber here and Uber there. She loves to get on the trains when she can, the subways the light rails, the buses. She says it allows her to actually understand and be part of the community while they're there. So that's another really great idea when it comes to actually being part of the community, going on vacation and checking out how the locals live. And if you feel safe enough and it works out for you, you'll save a lot of money because Uber, as well as the rest of the rideshare programs um, that you pay for, they cost quite a bit and you can actually drain your cash quite quickly. Anything and everything that you do on a vacation, you have to balance out. So while you may decide you're not going to do any tours or attractions, you should have extra money in case you find something that's one of a kind and you really want to try. So while you may not just want to go to any museum, you might find something that you just can't pass up. And that's why you're on vacation. So definitely check it out. Well, that's about all the time we have today. I will say when you're looking to save money on travel going on vacation and having a great time. You obviously have done due diligence on making sure that you have the least expensive flight and when you get there, the hotel and all that. If you take a step further, you'll find that there are other ways that you can save a few bucks and make your trip fabulous. You've been listening to 8 Frugal Minutes, where our motto is save that cash. Hey, thanks for joining us. Until we meet again, have a great day. Bye now.